Hello, hello, hello. This is Greater Gospel Temple and Inspiration of God Ministries Sunday School Lesson. Yes, it's been a while since I've done the Sunday School Lesson, but by the grace of God, I am doing it today for Sunday, the 13th of February in the year 2022. And our topic for the Sunday School lesson is How can we solve today's problems? How can we solve today's problems? Our focal scripture is Mark the 11th chapter and the 9th verse. Then those who went ahead and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. And our second focal scripture today is blessed is the coming kingdom of our ancestor David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. That's Mark 11 chapter and the 10th verse. So we have two parts here. One is uh, the first, the main lesson is how can we solve today's problems? And the second and and latter part of this is when the king brings peace. And that verse is Mark 11 and the 10th verse. So we will go into our scripture today. And that's Mark 11 verses 1 through 11. And this is the King James Version. And when they went... Excuse me. And when they came nigh to Jerusalem, unto Bethphage and Bethany, at the Mount of Olives, he sendeth forth two of his disciples, and saith unto them, Go your way into the village over against you, and as soon as ye be entered into it, ye shall find a colt tied, whereon neither man sat, Loose him and bring him. And if any man say unto you, Why do ye this? Say ye that the Lord hath need of him, and straightway he will send him hither. And they went their way and found the colt tied by the door without in a place where two ways met, and they loose him. And certain of them that stood there said unto them, What do ye, loosing the coat? And they said unto them, Even as Jesus had commanded, and they let them go. And they brought the colt to Jesus, and cast their garments on him, and he sat upon him. And many spread their garments in the way, and others cut down branches off the trees, and strolled them in the way. And they that went before and they that followed cried, saying, Hosanna, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Blessed be the kingdom of our father David that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And Jesus entered into Jerusalem and into the temple. And when he had looked around about, And when he had looked round about upon all things, 
And now the eventide was come, he went out unto Bethany with the twelve. That is the scripture, the King James Version. And we'll go into our commentary part of the lesson. And I am in the L.G. Parkhurst Jr. Version of the Sunday School. And this you can find in www.ousu.com. www.ousu.com. How can we solve today's problems? How can we solve today's problems? According to Old Testament law, for testimony to be accepted in a trial, there must be two or or more witnesses. The Bible contains sufficient witnesses for us to believe what the Bible says, especially about God's acts and words in history. Even in our courts today, we usually accept the testimony of two or more witnesses, not just one. Remember, however, that many in Old Testament times, and even in Jesus' day, rightly believed that they would be held accountable by God if they lied or gave a false witness. Perhaps for these reasons, Jesus sent two disciples to borrow the coat he needed for Palm Sunday. In the form of a prophecy, Jesus told his disciples exactly what to expect after they entered the village, and he also told them what they were to do after his prophecy came true. Before Jesus was born, God told people through prophets what to expect when he was born. Jesus has told us what to expect when he comes again. Fulfilled prophecy gives good evidence of God's nature and power as described in the Bible. Perhaps the person who owned the cult had a heavenly dream or vision or visit by an angel that told him what would happen the next day and what he was to do. If he had, he might have told others what he was doing and why he tied the never-before-ridden cult where he did. He provided the cult in order to fulfill an Old Testament prophecy. The events that day would convince him and Jesus' disciples that God was involved in the events. And so we know that this is a commentary, and we know that we can uh, go by uh, what the writer says, and it's a great speculation, but it's not set in stone that the angel did visit the owner of the cult. But we know that it is true that the events that day would convince him and Jesus' disciples that God was involved in the prophecy. So Jesus told these two disciples what they would see, where they would see it, and what to say when they were questioned. Perhaps the owner and the bystanders knew from their dream or vision that the Lord Jesus would be the one to ride the colt, and we don't know for sure, but this is a great speculation by the 
the commentator here. And this is the L.G. Parkhurst Jr. version of the International Sunday School lesson. We see here that Jesus sometimes needs us to do things by choices. His choice and ours in how we want to respond to him. Because he had the power to acquire a coat in many ways without resorting to borrowing one through his disciples' efforts. Though he could have done this by himself, Jesus chose a way that could build up people's faith in God, the Father, and himself. Now the coat was tied where the owner or keeper of the coat could observe what was happening or might happen to the coat. Because remember in the scripture, the 11th chapter, the 4th verse, it said, And they went their way and found the coat tied by the door without in a place where two ways met, and they loose him. So it's it, here it seems that whichever the owner or the keeper of the coat could see and he from two directions and watch the coat. And then also if, if he needed to go and rescue the coat or something or do something for the coat, he could go either way and he would have access to where the coat is. So it said that he could see there were two ways that met, okay? So the coat was tied where the owner or keeper of the coat could observe what was happening or might happen to the cult. Mark recorded specifically what happened. A cult that had never before been ridden might not be easy to ride for the first time. But as the creator of everything, Jesus had no problem doing so. The disciples are not identified by name and the bystanders are not identified by name or title. Their question and the response they received from the disciples indicated perhaps what they expected to hear for some reason. Perhaps they were also concerned about how a cult that had never been ridden could be handled by strangers coming to get it to take it away. Perhaps they recognized that these two were Jesus' disciples. Mark did not write everything we might like to know. He didn't write everything. He didn't write everything that we would like to know. These two disciples obeyed Jesus explicitly. Perhaps he selected them for their demonstrated faithful obedience in the past. The response of the disciples to the bystanders' question satisfied the bystanders, though perhaps neither they nor the disciples understood why the Lord needed the cult in order to fulfill Old Testament prophecy. The disciples would learn this later and perhaps also the bystanders. After the cult was taken to Jesus, the two disciples threw their cloaks, meaning their outer garments, on the colt for Jesus to sit on, similar to a saddle blanket, but without the saddle. The colt, never having been ridden and having been tied, prob probably had no saddle or had never been saddled. Jesus tamed the colt immediately. 
even as he could calm a storm or cast out demons and bring peace to troubled souls. I believe that he recognized that it was God. I believe the cult recognized, I know he did, that it was God, the Heavenly Father. Jesus received what many moderns would call today the red carpet treatment or ticker tape parade as he entered Jerusalem. Movie stars, brides, and royalty often enjoyed the honor of not walking on common ground, but instead on valuable material that no one else has walked on or no commoner is honored to walk on. This treatment was spontaneously given to Jesus as King, who came in the name of the Lord, who came to bring peace, for he came riding on a colt and not a war horse or work horse. Jesus received his welcome as a hero might be honored today. Jesus was honored for who he represented to the crowds at the time. Jesus was God sent. They knew his words and teachings, and though most did not know that he was the Son of God, they knew he was coming in the name of the Lord and not in the name of a conquering Roman emperor to oppress them. Many probably thought he was coming as a leader or messiah as they expected him to come in order to prepare them to overthrow their Roman oppressors by force. The crowd also knew that Jesus represented in some way the establishment of the messianic kingdom and the defeat of their enemies. If Jesus were the messiah, as they expected or suspected, they had high expectations that he would save them as King David had saved them from their enemies in the past. Their political expectations of Jesus would be shattered in the days ahead when the religious leaders arranged for Jesus to be murdered on a cross. Jesus came for a more important reason than what they expected He came to save his people from their sins and give them eternal life. Mark did not record everything that Jesus did on Palm Sunday and afterwards. We do not know why Mark omitted some things that Matthew, Luke, and John included. Mark did write the essentials of Jesus' entering the temple after he entered Jerusalem. We have the record that all 12 disciples were with him at this time. They all left Jerusalem together, and all of them went to Bethany. Luke wrote that he used many different sources to compile his gospel, whereas Mark was one of the first gospels, if not the first gospel, to be written. What a wonderful lesson. What a wonderful lesson. How can we solve today's problems? We have some questions. You know, I like to give the questions here. And we have number five numbered. But we all, all, sometimes we have more than one question per number. Okay? But it still makes it fun and good. Okay? Question number one. 
Why do you think God wants us to do some things that he could easily do all by himself? Number two, what are some of the things that God expects us to do? Number three, what qualities do you think God considers in a person prior to asking them to do something as important as borrowing a coat for Jesus? Number four, What qualities do you think an employer considers before hiring a worker? What different qualities might a church consider in a person before ordaining them as an elder or hiring them as a minister? How do these qualities differ? Number five, how can you tell whether or not someone is coming in the name of the Lord? Ooh, those are some great questions. Have fun with them, okay? Now we go to our second uh, topic down here. And uh, like it's been a while since I've done the Sunday school. So uh, I'm not familiar. I mean, I didn't know we had the second part down here, but I, I think it's good. How can we solve today's problems? And this is the, well, no, this is not the one that I'm not familiar with. There's another part down under this, but this is the wrapping up the major lesson. How can we solve the problems? And then, of course, I already read the the focal scripture, and they that went before and they that followed cried, saying, Hosanna, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. And that's Mark, the 11th chapter, the 9th verse. Now, wrapping this up, and then I'll go to this other little section down here. When Jesus entered Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, the crowd praised God and welcomed Jesus as the Messiah, our King, that God had promised to send someday. They waved palm branches. Much of sports fans waved flags to cheer their team to victory. They spread their cloaks and leafy branches on the road to honor Jesus as he rode his borrowed coat, much as people roll out the red carpet for movie stars. When the crowd shouted, Hosanna, they prayed to God and told Jesus, Save us now. Because of Jesus' many miracles and teaching with authority, they believed he came in the name of the Lord to save them from their political oppression of the Romans and restore the kingdom of David. Later, after Jesus' death and resurrection, They learned that he not only came in the name of the Lord, but also was both Lord and Savior. And we can find that in 2 Peter, the first chapter and 11th verse, and then the second chapter and the 20th verse. My God, he is so awesome. He opens it up to us. I hope you're feeling this. I hope you're feeling this. Even today, Many seek political solutions to their problems and the problems of the world, but the solution for many of these problems is moral. For this reason, Jesus came to teach the truth about God and right living, to die and rise again from the dead, to save people from their sins, and to send the Holy Spirit into his followers so they could follow the highest ethical principles of love for God, others, and themselves. By trusting Jesus and following him today, people can live with love that comes from a pure heart 
a good conscience, and sincere faith. And that scripture is 1 Timothy, the first chapter, and the fifth verse. In this way, they will be ready when he returns. And this is L.G. Parkhurst, Jr. These are such wonderful lessons, such wonderful lessons. Sunday school lesson for the 13th of February in the year 2022. This month is almost halfway through. The scripture here, blessed is the coming kingdom of our ancestor David, Hosanna in the highest heaven. Mark 11 verse 10. There's some commentary behind this too. When Jesus entered Jerusalem on what has become known as Palm Sunday, he proclaimed that he was the long expected Messiah, the one who would reign forever as a descendant of King David, Israel's most famous king. The Jews expected Jesus to defeat the Romans as King David had defeated the Philistines and all of the other enemies that surrounded them. They expected Jesus to bring them the peace and prosperity that they had known under the reign of King David. After all, Jesus had fed more than 5,000 people at one time using a little boy's scant lunch. However, Jesus came for the first time to accomplish a far more important task for the whole world, which included Jews, Romans, and everyone else for centuries to come. Jesus came to accomplish a divine mission that would result in eternal life for all who would believe in him. Because God loves the world, Jesus came to suffer in the place of all those who deserve God's just punishment so God could be merciful and just at the same time when as king of the universe he forgives sinners and rebels so God could win the love of repentant sinners who would love to obey him forever. Jesus entered Jerusalem so he could die a sacrificial death on Good Friday and rise from the dead on Easter Sunday. Jesus accomplished more in a week than anyone expected, and our world is a better place because many people have learned to love one another as God has loved us. When Jesus returns someday, the whole world will live in peace and prosperity of under the dominion of King Jesus. My God, thank you, God. We thank God for this lesson. And so those of you who are listening to me, if you have not repented and to ask God to forgive you of your sins and and accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I would like to give you the opportunity now. As a matter of fact, I'm not afraid and I'm not too proud to beg you to repent of your sins and accept Jesus Christ on this day in a few seconds. All right? You will be so glad that you did. And to those who have repented and are now in a backslidden state, that means you've gone back into the world and you're sinning again. This is for you too. 
And I beg you to repent and come back. Repent and come back and accept Jesus as your personal Savior again. It'll only take a few seconds, so just repeat after me, please. I love you, I love you, I love you. I love you so much that I want you to be saved, okay? Repeat after me. Dear God, I repent of my sins. I ask you in the name of Jesus to forgive me of my sins. And I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. Amen. It's a done deal. It's a done deal. You're saved now. So if your life should be cut out right now, you would be in the kingdom of God and live eternally with him. And on the other hand, if you decided that you did not want to repent, that you don't want to be saved, then if your life is cut off now, you will spend eternity in hell. We have a choice. Jesus came so that we could have that choice. He came that we might have life and that more abundantly. I love you so much. You can reach me at 469-629-9543, GGT Church 66 at yahoo.com. Thanks so much for listening to me on anchorfm.com my podcast and also I have a podcast point of view with Shirley Polk on anchor.com then I also have another page I'll have to give that to you later I love you so much enjoy your day night evening whatever it is with you and happy Valentine's Day it was Valentine's Day or Valentine's Day whichever happy Valentine's Day I love you